Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. See what living vibrantly can mean for you. It starts with Goshen Health. Get strong, feel better, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Success. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. Today's episode is the Sound of Success, featuring Jenny Freck, founder of The Soapy Gnome in downtown Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner. But Jenny, I guess the first question would be, um, what, a, what a trip it's been so far. You go from this uh, quickly overcrowded small little shop on Washington Street, you move to Main Street downtown, and then here you are. Um, what you thought in the beginning was a bit of a hobby is now all of a sudden your business and uh, sometimes is all consuming. Yeah. So we actually started in 2013 at the farmer's market, okay. Christian farmer's market. Mm-hmm. And then our first store was on Lincoln Avenue under okay. where Common Spirits is. Um, and we were there for two years. And then we were in Washington for five years. Um, I started out making soap in my home and down in the basement. So I was only open a few days a week mm-hmm. um, until I could start to hire employees. Um, and then about four years ago, we moved the production into our store in Washington and we were outgrowing it. Mm-hmm. We were outgrowing the space. So we were looking, we were actively looking for manufacturing space. So when Main Street came open, we were very excited because that's a lot of square footage. That's and we're filling lot. it up very That's nicely. a lot of moves in a very short period yeah. of time. I mean, you go from the farmer's market, you go to Lincoln, you mm-hmm. come to Washington, you go Main Street. And then now I've been in the store and my first piece of advice is, oh, don't move again. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be an awful lot of packing up because there is an awful lot within the store. Yeah. So um, the store, we probably wouldn't move the store again, but we may end up having to move manufacturing again mm-hmm. because we're, we've we quadrupled our space in <laughs> May of last year and we have filled it up already. And um, as our wholesale and online business grows, we may have to move that out at some point. Oh Not yet, goodness. but. <laughs> so let me roll future. it all back. Um, you were a science teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and obviously there's some science involved in this, but, but when, did, when did the hobby strike and when did the hobby convert from, yeah, I like doing this to, ooh, I think we can make this something special? Yeah. So. I've always been a do-it-yourselfer. I've tried lots of different businesses mm-hmm. along the way. This is the first one that stuck. Um, I started making soap in 2012 as Christmas presents. The first batch I made was terrible. Um, <laughs> actually, that was in 2011, and I didn't make it again for a year until a friend said, hey, let's let's make soap for Christmas presents. And then I was hooked. And um, it's a very expensive hobby to do. I mean, you really only need to make one batch for yourself right. a year. Mm-hmm. And if you want to experiment, <laughs> you have to sell <laughs> So my husband said, let's sell it at the farmer's market. And at that time, I had already left teaching. I was working at Notre Dame part time. And there came a point where I had to decide if I was going to do this full time or if it was just going to stay a little side hustle. And I'd always wanted my own business. So I said, I want to try it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did in 2013. So let's, how, how did you come upon, first of all, soap? Well, I always liked um, cold process soap. And at mm-hmm. the time, I was having trouble finding it. Um, it. I was scared to make it originally because it does involve using lye mm-hmm. um, but once I got over that fear it was fine and the thing about it some of the other businesses I tried to start were very personal like a photography business and mm-hmm. things like that and if somebody didn't like a certain scent it felt much less personal to me than 
something that was more creative. Okay. And since, and, and the science teacher in you, yeah. uh, when you started doing this, you know, one of the things I'm sure you encouraged your students to do is experiment mm-hmm. and then learn. Uh, did that same thing apply here? Did you experiment and then learn as you went along? Oh, for sure. And that's part of the, in fact, this morning I was, um, we're working on a private label contract with someone else. Okay. And so I'm developing recipes. So there's a lot of research that goes into what oils to use. Some of them create a harder bar or a more cleansing bar, more moisturizing bar. And so coming up with the different um, combinations. And we've come up with some really good recipes along the way. Um, so that that part of it is the science part. So I always say it's one third science, one third cooking and one third art um, because there's like color theory and things yeah. that go in with it. too. That's an interesting so, combination. Yeah. And that leads me into one of the questions that I'd had is uh, let's do a commercial. What are the advantages of the of the soap from Soapy Gnome? Yeah, so um, our soaps use very luxurious oils like shea butter and olive oil and avocado oil and things like that. Um, they have glycerin still in them. A lot of times, um, soap like bigger soap makers like palm olive or something would take the glycerin out and sell it as a byproduct, but we keep, it stays in our soap, which makes it more moisturizing. And so as a result, it's, there are advantages to using it mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to your common off-the-shelves yeah. soap and everything else. Have to ask, where does Soapy Gnome come from? Well, before I started my business, I was a big gardener. Now I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> so, And it's quirky and it's fun. It's easy to remember. Okay. And, it's, mm-hmm. and, and in reading a little bit of the website, gnomes have been kind of part of a, a little bit of your lore anyway. As, yeah. As yeah. Up. Our family was big into like fairy tales and mm-hmm. storytelling and stuff like that. So it, it was a good fit and it's been a great fit for us because people don't forget. And we should, we should point out that, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that when you walk into the store, you're like, Oh my Lord have mercy. I hope they don't have to pack this all up. <laughs> but, but you offer so much more than soap right now. It really is a place to come and browse and, sp- and spend some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have tons of gift items and that section has gr- like the gift items have grown over the years as we've discovered what our customers like. Um, we give sell a lot of birthday presents. We also sell a lot of um, gifts for people that are struggling in some way. So maybe a get well present or somebody who just got diagnosed with cancer or a teacher that has been stressed out. Somebody's buying it for their friend. Um, which led us to one of the lines that we have. We have a, a new line called Dandelion Affirmations. Okay. And each there are six different soaps, and each one is an affirmation. It says, like, I am worthy, I am beautiful. And it has a window cling in with the soap, so you can put it in the shower or on your bathroom mirror to remind yourself that you're worthy, you're beautiful, whatever affirmation you need to hear. What, at what point, um, you, you, you mentioned that your husband in kind of a polite way said, hey, let's get this out of the basement and do this <laughs> somewhere else. But, and it became a business. Um, mm-hmm. At what point did you say to yourself, okay, we've tried certain other avenues of my own business, but this is the one that's going to work? Um, I think it was actually... I, I knew I was onto something when I went to the farmer's market the first time and um, I had some change in my pocket mm-hmm. and I had done farmer's markets before. I used to sell tomatoes and tomato plants okay. and um, I made just as much the first day selling soap that I did making tomatoes So or selling tomatoes. So th- that was like, hmm, maybe maybe this could be something. It's a good time here, too, to give a shout out to the farmer's market yeah. for, the, for the opportunity that people have to first of all, display their wares. But if they would like, 
use it as a little bit of a proving ground to see where you can go next. Exactly. Exactly. And that was one of the things I really appreciated about the farmer's market because you get immediate feedback on what people like or don't like or what they're looking for. What is it about small business that is so satisfying at the end of the day, despite all the challenges? Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about some of those things. But at the end of the day, what is it about a small business that just kind of makes you glad that you've done this for this day? Um, I have a million. I love small business so much. I love being an entrepreneur. It's the longest job I've ever had. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, it, there's so much creativity with it. I think my very favorite thing is creating something out of nothing, like just out mm. of an idea and building it and watching it grow. And then seeing how it interact, how this business's idea interacts with the community and how the feedback loop of what it becomes, because Soapy Gnome has become something I never would have dreamed of at the beginning. The other part that's really satisfying to me is being able to provide fun place for people to work. Mm -hmm. That's really fun too. Well, and, and, and I've noticed that when I've walked into the shop is that you're greeted with a smile, but you're also greeted by people who just really seem to enjoy the fact that they're there, even though it's quote unquote work. I think they do. I hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk about the boss when you're gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How important has the vibe of downtown Goshen been to your success? Oh, it's super important. Like, um, when we were on Washington street, we got a lot of traffic just from people being at the brew because mm -hmm. the brew is the hub. That's where people start. Right. If they're coming to Goshen, they're going to start with their coffee. And then they would notice us across the way. So that was really important. Now that we're on Main Street, we're getting a little more foot traffic. Um, and just like we have so many loyal customers. We have a lot of people that visit us once a month or more. Some people come in once a week on their lunch break. Mm -hmm. So that's been really fun, too. And getting to know because we're a consumable product, we really get to know our customers well. And, and you're able to make their adjustments. Do you get mm -hmm. special requests? You mentioned a little bit that you're, you're putting a personal soap together. Do you get many special requests after people have been back two and three um, times? Sometimes people say what they like. The order that I'm working on right now is with another business. So mm -hmm. we do a lot of like collaborative things um, with other companies. Um, we have several parts to our business. So, of course, we have the store that everybody sees, but we also have a wholesale business. So we're selling to gift shops across the country and online um, and um, doing some contract manufacturing as well. It's interesting to look at downtown Goshen um, and, and you're part of this, your peer group, is you go up and down Main Street, you go through the side streets, and there are a number of little shops or, or little businesses where they're run by people who used to do something else mm -hmm. or maybe used to do two or three different things before they've landed on this. How much of that experience do you think plays into the character that is now downtown Goshen? I think overall, the downtown business owners work together really well. Mm -hmm. I know like if I have an idea for something, I can hop on the phone with several different people and say, Hey, I have this idea. You want to do it? And they're like, okay. <laughs> so it's very, it's very easy to collaborate mm -hmm. in Goshen for sure. I want to talk about this last year because I think it's, it's pretty important for people to hear the story, mm -hmm. especially how, how difficult it has been. Um, even more so than, you know, we all know what it's been like to be locked down. We all have experienced the difficulties of the pandemic. But I'm not sure that I've talked to anybody outside of, of the business realm that has experienced what small businesses experienced, starting with just fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go skip to the like 
a year ago sure. instead of two years ago. You bet. Um, there's a show called Small Business Revolution, and it's all about um, they go into a town and they they um, help revitalize the community. And I watched an, uh, the last season, and it was during the pandemic. And I didn't realize how much trauma and how many feelings I had like stored in my bones from those first m- months mm-hmm. during the pandemic. I cried. I weeped through the whole series um, season. And um, so it was just like so much unknowing, not knowing, trying to figure out do we what what's best for our customers, what's best for my employees, what's and it was like things would change four times in one day. Mm-hmm. You know, we thought we'd have something figured out. And then the next thing we knew, things were changing again. So it was a very, um, it was very scary. I wanted to do the best for my employees. I had just hired a couple new people. Mm-hmm. And for a tiny business like mine, that's really scary. I wanted to make sure that they were getting some money. I didn't have PPP yet. And so I was just paying them a little bit to keep things going. It was just, it was very stressful. And we thought we were going to be closing actually. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, and I don't want to be over dramatic um, and certainly don't want to highlight the negative, mm-hmm. but at some point or another, did it take some serious discussions with your business advisors, with your family, with others about, okay, how long do we go on with this? Yeah, for sure. So my husband and I sat down with a spreadsheet and we looked at different scenarios and we were trying to figure out in which month we would, we would close mm-hmm. to be able to at least take something out of the business. Um, luckily things turned around and my team was amazing and we put systems in place that we didn't have before. So we're stronger than ever Mm -hmm. now because, because now it's, I look back at it like a great opportunity for us to get those systems in place that we didn't have and to tighten up our website and figure out shipping and all these things that were kind of on the back burner, things that we would do like one new project a year. We did like 17 projects in like six months oh my. to try to, you know, to try to figure out how to make this pandemic stuff work. So do you have kind of a swashbuckling attitude now of bring it on we can handle almost everything? I kind of feel like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about your, you're, you're, a, you're a, a, a hometown girl um, and you've emphasized in your website, in your conversations about how important it is to be doing this in your hometown. Was it, what is it about Goshen that makes this kind of a venture special? Um, I'm not from Goshen originally. Oh, I've okay. lived here right. 13 years, um, but it feels like home. Okay. I've lived a lot of different places, and this is my favorite. I love that it's very diverse, for one, for mm-hmm. the first thing. Um, I love that it's a very creative town. I love the collaborative spirit. I love, I tell people from outside of here, I'm like, this is a place that um, people don't say somebody should, they say, I think I'm going to try. Uh-huh. And it's a place that you can try because of things like the farmer's market and, um, you know, inexpensive ways to get started mm-hmm. here in Goshen. Well, and it's, and I look at things that, that people may or may not be willing to try something like the soapy gnome, um, Venturi, the, the, the pizza outfit that becomes one of the most nationally recognized uh, small businesses in our area. The Electric Brew, where Myron Bontrager is is preaching and buys an old theater, and the next thing you know, he's making coffee. I mean, and those stories are all over downtown, and yours is included among them. That has to make you feel like, wow, we got something special here. Yeah, I think the other thing that's really cool about most of the Goshen businesses 
downtown, at least the ones I know, mm-hmm. is that they're very community minded and like it's more than just about making a buck. It's about how can I use my skills to make the community a better place to live. Ah, good for you. Got to ask you this one final question on the wish list. If you had just if if someone came to Jenny and said you get to wave the magic wand, what would make downtown Goshen or or the greater area around downtown Goshen? What would you like to see to for us to take that next step? I think one of the things for me, and this is very specific mm-hmm. to my type of business, which is a product based business, um, is mentorship opportunities uh-huh. for small business owners. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of mentorship kinds of things for beginners. Okay, and that that's pretty easy to find, and there's st- and there's stuff through um, the chamber and mm-hmm. other places for beginners. But as far like I'm in, I'm not a startup anymore. I'm in the scaling phase and to find specific um, mentorship to help grow to the next level. Getting started is easy. Maintaining and scaling is a little bit more difficult. Especially in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you've made it. Yeah. And uh, and, and we're cheering you on. Uh, We appreciate your membership in the chamber and uh, we certainly appreciate you sharing your story. And uh, good luck as you continue to move on. Thank you. Jenny Freck from the Soapy Gnome, our sound of success today. Don't forget, the sound of Goshen includes the sound of the economy, the sound of success, the sound of service, and sounds around town. On behalf of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce, I'm Vince Turner.